What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Who Plays, where we talk about basketball and wrestling, unscripted and uncensored. My name is Darrell Thomas. I'm Jonathan Brown. We got a lot to talk about today with a little bit of time, but let's start this off. We finally can give you our official predictions for All-Star Weekend, for every event, well, outside the Celebrity Game, but really, who's actually watching the Celebrity Game? Let's be honest. So let's start this off with the Rising Stars Challenge. Um... Oh, wait, we're going to be watching the Celebrity Game, of course. But, you know, we're not actually paying attention to that shit. But let's start this off with the Rising Stars Challenge. We have four teams. Uh, just as a reminder, um, team, uh, was it Brentberry? I think it was Brentberry. Is Kay Cunningham, Dyson Daniels, Evan Mobley, Isaac Okoro, Alperin Sangoon, Jay Sean Tate, and Franz Wagner, Team Isaiah Thomas, Precious Achua, Desmond Baines, Sadiq Bay. Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Jaden Hardy, and Isaiah Stewart. Team Gary Payton is Lamelo Ball, Scotty Barnes, Ayo Desuma, Chris Duarte, Scoot Henderson, Jaden McDaniels, and Davion Mitchell. Team Worthy is Cole Anthony, Marjan Bochamp, Josh Giddy, Jalen Green, Herbert Jones, Tyrese Maxey, and Jalen Suggs. So I'm going to say now that I'm, I'm torn between three out of the four. Um, Team Barry, you know, they have Caden, Evan Mobley, and Sengun, and Jason, Jason, oh yeah, and Franz Wagner too. So that's going to be real nice. Team Isaiah, you know, they got Desmond Baines, Sadiq Bay, Anthony Edwards, and Tyrese. Beef Stool too. But Team Payton, you know, they got Lamelo, Scotty Barnes, Io, Chris Duarte, Davion Mitchell, and they have Gary Payton as a coach. So defensively, they're going to be tough. So... If I had to choose, I think I'm going to go Team Isaiah. I think I'm going to go Team Isaiah. Because Des- I think Desmond, Sadiq, Anthony Edwards, and Tyrese, right there, that's that's real solid. That's real solid. But, uh, John, who are you, which team do you think is winning the Rising Stars Challenge? The team I'm choosing is a Team Payton. But I do understand Team Thomas winning as well. Mm-hmm. Because Tyrese Halliburton just got traded. And he I think he dropped like 20-something points the other night. Either last night or the other night with the Pacers. So mm-hmm. he's on demon mode. He, he going to be on demon mode. He going to show why Sacramento fucked up. With oh, yeah. Sacramento. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Messed up. They, they yeah. messed up. So I'm... Is either Team Thomas or Team Payton, but I'm going with Team Yeah. And we're going to talk more about Tyrese a little bit later. A little bit later. But Team Tyrese, you said uh, Team Isaiah? I said Team Payton. Okay, Team Payton. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I would, as much as I want to talk about the HBCU Classic, I do not watch Morgan State or Howard. But with bias, I'm going to say Howard's winning. Um, I have friends at Howard, family in Howard. Um, I don't know if they're a good team. I don't, again, no disrespect to Morgan State. I don't know much about the school, but I'm going to go Howard, and I'm just grateful that we're getting an HBCU basketball game as part of NBA All-Star Weekend. I'm I'm really satisfied with that. Hmm. But, uh, John, what do, you, what do you think about that game? So it's Howard versus Morgan State? Yep, it's at uh, 2. It's at 2 o'clock? Okay, I'm going for uh, Howard. Howard. Um, Howard has a better overall record and a better conference record than Morgan State. I had my little sister actually goes to Morgan State, so you know I want Morgan State to win, but I think Howard is going to win. Yeah, got you. Also, shout out Kayla. Um, my cousin, my little cousin that goes to Howard. Um, shout out to you. You're just great. And now the skills challenge, and this is going to be actually kind of fun because they're doing a different, doing it a little differently this year. Instead of it being like a one-on-one thing, it's going to be trios, three trios. And this is actually going to be great, man. So first they have the rookie trio, which is Scotty Barnes, Kay Cunningham, and Josh Giddy. The Cavs trio, Jared Allen, Darius Garland, and Evan Mobley. And honestly, my favorite to win, the Antetokounmpo's. With Giannis, Kostas, and Thanasis um, all participating. So this is going to be really fun to watch. Um, I think it's really going to come down to the Antenna Kumpos versus the rookies. 
And I think the Nintendo Kumpos are going to pull it out because, I mean, Giannis is Giannis. Um, I really don't know too much about Costas, but the Nasus is really good too. Um, but then again, the rookies can really take it because, I mean, Cade and Josh Giddy, <laughs> Scotty. So I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be neck and neck. Um, actually, let me change my pick. I'm going to go rookies. I'm going to go rookies. But uh, what about you, John? Same thing as well. I'm going with the rookies. Rookies first place. Team Cavs second place. The Oxford Kupos last. You got I the Nintendo Kupos coming last? Yeah, because I think uh, Giannis, uh, when, it come, when it's time for the three-pointer to win it, Giannis is going to struggle right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right. You're he's right. definitely going to hit one of them. Yeah. He's going to struggle. You're right. He's going to right. struggle. But the rookies, you got Josh Giddy. Who's gonna throw a no look pass? Mm-hmm. <laughs> going to throw a no look pass. Oh yeah, one the racks. Perfect. Kay Cunningham, he he got the speed. Scotty Barnes, he can do. He's versatile. He can do everything. So I'm going rookies. Yeah, I 100 percent agree, man. This nigga said that Santa Cooper's gonna come away. I don't know, man. But then again, actually, let me think. Cause they got Darius and Evan Mobley. Hell no, the Cavs gonna come in last. They got Jared Allen. Yeah, I said coming in second. I'm talking about, yeah, the Cavs. I'm, I got the Cavs coming in last. I got the intended Kupos in second. I'm sorry, bro. I, I don't I don't know what I, I think Evan Mobley might fuck. I mean, not Evan Mobley. I think Jared Allen might fuck it up, honestly. But moving into the three point contest, honestly, this is gonna be my this might be my favorite event of Saturday night. Um, CJ McCollum, Trey Young, Zach Levine, Desmond Bain, Carl Anthony Towns, Fred Van Vliet, Luke Kennard, and Patty Mills. First things first, shout out to Luke Kennard, uh, former Piston, you know, always had love for him, um, even though we should definitely drafted uh, Donovan Mitchell over him. Um, he's a lights out shooter. He deserves to be there this year. But for my winner, I'm going Desmond Bain. I'm definitely going Desmond Bain this year. I think that Desmond Bain, Honestly, I don't think he, he might not miss in the first round. Just on some, just on some real shit, he might not. But John, who do you think is taking the three point contest? Hmm. Three point contest. I think the final battle might be Luke Kennard. Mm. Desmond Bain. See, Trey Young, I will say Trey Young. Right. But I, I think he will miss like the important three points. Yeah. The important ones. Yeah. But I, I mean, because hasn't he, hasn't he participated before? So, I don't know. Sure, I don't remember. I mean, shit, if he did, he lost. So, you know, no disrespect to Trey. You know, that nigga nice, but. We love Trey. Yeah, but I don't think he's gonna win it. I think uh, a surprise, uh, surprise contestant that may have a deep run would either be Van Vliet or Patty Mills. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking Patty might. No, Patty is gonna be is hella underrated in in the contest. Man, wait a minute, isn't this his first three point contest? I think so. Man, that's weird as fuck. That's weird. No, that's genuinely weird. Because Patty has been one of the best three-point shooters there for years. Like, even when he was back in San Antonio. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Speaking get it. San Antonio, when they were in the 2014 NBA Finals against Miami, it, he came off the bench and was hitting them three. Oh, yeah. Miami down. Yeah. So, I don't know how – I don't know how – I mean – Maybe it's just because he, he just didn't want to participate or something. I don't know. But then the last event on All-Star Saturday night, the slam dunk competition. We have Cole Anthony, Juan Toscano Anderson, Obi Toppin, and Jalen Green. And any answer other than Jalen Green is fucking wrong. I'm, I'm just going to say it now. Jalen Green is winning the fucking dunk contest. Obi Toppin is going to choke. Uh, Toscano Anderson, he got a nice dunk package, but no. And then Cole Anthony, I mean... Honestly, I think the final two might be Jalen and Cole. Um, but yeah, Jalen Green winning this shit. Come on now. Come on, NBA. 
You know how many different people you could have used? I mean, shit, y'all should have forced Miles Bridges to do it. You should have. Miles Bridges and John Moran. This shit gonna be weak as fuck, man. This might be weaker than um the one on fucking uh Glenn Robinson weak ass one. But um, John, who do you think is winning the slam dunk contest? Jalen Green's winning. Oh, Anthony, uh, I respect you. You're cool. But I got to go with Jalen Green. Uh, Obi, he's going to be disappointing like the Knicks have, have been this year. Um, JTA, um, I think he's going to come either second or third. Mm. Yeah, he's not winning. I'm sorry. Um, if they wanted a warrior to represent them, I thought that if it was since Jonathan Kaminga didn't want to do it, I thought Gary Payton would have been the choice. So, but you know, we'll see. We will definitely see. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the all-star rosters have been completed. And it's time to talk about it. For Team LeBron, we have Giannis, Steph Curry, DeMar DeRozan, LeBron, Jokic, Jimmy Buck, Luka, Darius Garland, James Harden, Spider, Chris Ball, and Fred VanVleet. And for Team KD, obviously, you know, KD is out, so he's not playing. In his place will be Jason Tatum with Joel Embiid, John Morant, Andrew Wiggins, Ice Trey, LaMelo, Devin Booker, Rudy Gobert, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton. Edelson, DeJounte Murray, Carl Anthony Towns, and Carl Anthony Towns. Obviously, Draymond was selected as well, but he's not playing either. Um, first thing I want to say, um, me and Jalen, we called it last week. We called it. We said that DeJounte Murray and LaMelo Ball should be all-stars, and if, when it comes time to select reserves, it should be listed. And look what happened. I'm happy for DeJounte Murray. I'm very, very happy for LaMelo. Um if I have to have my choice of who I think is taking this, um, I really don't know. Um, I know this is going to be a competitive-ass game. Um, and this is a bit of a hot take, a very, very hot take. But I'm going with Team Durant this year. I'm, I'm actually going to say Team Durant. And I never go with Team Durant because – Team LeBron is just literally always better because, I mean, LeBron knows what the fuck he's doing. But I don't know. I mean, you know, that starting lineup of Ja, Joel, Tatum, and Trey Young is going to be crazy. And with Lamella coming off the bench, you know he's throwing a lot to somebody. You know, and then, I mean, they have some really solid defenders too, you know, Embiid. Gobert and DeJounte Murray on defense, too. So that, that's going to be nice. But, John, who did you have winning the All-Star game this year? This is my first time looking at the rosters. And uh, people I have, I, I have Team Durant. I have Team Durant because here's, here's what's going to happen. When it comes to the fast break game, because NBA's all-star game is full of fast breaks. LeBron's going to dominate. Team LeBron's going to dominate fast breaks. They're going to dominate it. Because it's just full of guards. Absolutely. Chris Paul, Van Vliet, Garland, Butler. But um, you also got James Harden. And um, he's just going to do 1v1. James Harden's going to do 1v1. Uh, DeRozan is going to, like, 1v1, but pull up mid-range. It's going to be a tough bucket. But you got Giannis, and Giannis just lucky last year. Jokic is going to do a full-court pass. So he's going to he's going to do – he's going to, like, be the assist man for the fast break to either Van Vliet, Paul, Mitchell, Garland. But Team Durant, I mean, got LaMelo. He's going to lob it up to Gobert or – Oh, oh, sh- oh, yeah, that's gonna be that's a fun team. That's a fun team. I didn't even think about oh, Zach Levine and LaMelo. Ooh. Oh my god, he's LaMelo and Ja. Oh, yeah, oh no, oh no. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, bro. I'm going team Durant. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, oh wow, team LeBron is fucking nice, but no, I'm going team KD. Oh, wow. 
man. But that just reminded me, speaking of James Harden, so I don't know. Wait, did you watch the uh, the All-Star Draft? No. I oh, wait, we were at the game. We were at the game. Yeah, um, so I just want to let you know, we were being very, very toxic at the Morehouse versus Cart game on Cart's campus. Um, we ended up on Twitter. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, we're not going to discuss the details. Um, we were full heel mode. Um, and yeah, if, if, if you were there, you saw it. Yo, yo, you saw us acting ass. Cart people, I don't apologize, but I love y'all. I love my Cart family. We were some excesses. Might do the same today, but... That's that's another story for, you know, between us. <laughs> but, <laughs> I still do. Oh my god! Let's 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 you gotta say. Oh, I thought I was gonna save it for later. Oh no no yeah we gonna save it for later we gonna save it for later yeah yeah. But speaking of Mr. Harden, um, so after I got home from the game, I watched the All Star drafts. And let me tell you, Kevin Durant. That is one petty motherfucker, bro. <laughs> he, we got down to the last two picks between James Harden and Rudy Gobert. And this nigga KD said, I need some size. So I'm going with Rudy Gobert. <laughs> and, you know, Ernie and Chuck and all of them were literally telling him, like, hey, like, go get somebody else so that it, it can come down to KD and see whether or not he pick hard or not. So KD is definitely pissed, dog. And um I don't I don't blame him. Um I do not blame him, but I'm gonna talk more about Brooklyn in just like a few minutes because we gotta start this next topic, ladies and gentlemen. The trade deadline has passed. And um whew, what what a uh oh my god. Oh, my God. Now, obviously, I'm not going to go through every single trade, but, you know, just the ones that were either huge or the ones that meant something to me. Now, obviously, I have to talk about the big one first. Um, Philly and Brooklyn did it. They traded. Philly traded Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks to Philly for James Harden and uh, what's his name? Paul Millsap. And I'm just going to say now that Brooklyn won the trade. And everybody's going to be like, oh, was well, I mean, how did they win the trade when it's James fucking Harden? Think about this, though. Everything that James Harden didn't do on defense, Ben Simmons does. Now, again, like, we ain't seen we – ain't, the last time we saw him play, like, we know offensively he's a non-factor. But everything that James Harden did not do defensively, Ben Simmons can do. Ben Simmons will do. To replace James Harden's shooting, oh wait, wait, wait! No, forget Ben Simmons has the playmaking ability as well. So the playmaking and the defense. So, in that regard, Brooklyn's good. To replace James Harden's shooting, they got Seth Curry. Seth fucking Curry. And then you know Drummond. I mean, he's he's Drummond. So I'm not. I don't really care. But think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Um. Despite the issues with uh, Mr. Mr. Irving, um, when healthy, they have a starting five. Because KD is only out with like a few more weeks, I think. They'll have a starting five of Kyrie Irving, Seth Curry, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, and Andre Drummond. And I don't know about you, John, but that shit is actually kind of scary. And then on Philly's side, I mean, James Harden, Joel B, like... <sighs> That pick and roll is about to be terrifying. So I think this was a win-win trade for sure, but I honestly would say that Brooklyn won the trade. But, uh, John, what do you think about this trade? What I think about the trade is um, I think Brooklyn won the trade. They won it. But I think it's going to be real interesting to see Kyrie, Ben Simmons, and KD on the floor together. I think it's be really interesting, especially how Kyrie, he's the point guard, you know, he wants the ball, and then Ben Simmons, he's like a forward, but he's kind of like a guard as well. The way how he, how he like envisions the court and like controls the offense, and KD, he's KD, so right. 
But um, Seth Curry, he's averaging 40% from three. I think he will increase his percentage when he's on the net. Absolutely. Increase that percentage. You know, he's shooting 48 from the field. He's going to definitely increase that to 50% before the season ends. Those are definitely. And um, they got a first-round pick for this year, this year's draft. So they got another first-round pick, I believe. They get two first-round picks. They got uh, one that's just automatic. And then now you got another draft pick because of the Sixers. Now it's going to be going to be like a late first rounder because uh philly they're going to have a good record they're going to yeah but and then they got a 2027 so they got five years they got five years so they are they are like well okay we're we're like okay we got to pick for the future in five years so not only we can invest in now but we can also invest in the future Right. So they can invest in a freaking eighth grader or a freshman in high school. Nah, real shit. Like you like this is crazy. You got NBA franchises dependent on an eighth grader slash freshman in high school. That's Man. Wild. That shit is wild. Exactly. Man. Shoot, probably a seventh grader. When <laughs> if they change the rules for real. Yeah, because you just exactly. never know what the draft rules right changing everything. Right. I'm like, oh yeah, you gotta do one year college. Oh no, mm-hmm. they're going overseas. Oh no, they're going to the G League Ignite. Now right. they might change it to mm-hmm. oh, if you're like um a five star with this amount of like you're for a five star athlete and you know you have the potential to be good in the G League, okay, we're gonna give you a special invitation exactly. to apply for the draft. And speaking of players that change everything, um, John, I'm sorry that I have to ask you about this, but um, your Washington Wizards, um, yeah. I don't know what I don't I don't know why they did this. Um, I don't get why. I mean, obviously, you know, the season hasn't gone as well as it did the beginning of the season, but. To give it a, if a Spencer Dinwiddie, Davis Bertans, and Montrez, and the only player y'all really getting out of it are Porzingis and Ish Smith. That's um, it's kind of embarrassing, um, if I do say so myself. Um, I love that move for Charlotte, getting Montrez. I mean, they were already a team on the rise and adding Montrez because they really needed a big man, and they got their big man. So I, I definitely. Like, I, I, I talked about this in our group chat. I've really been riding for Charlotte since 2017. Yes, even when them niggas were peak ass, I was rooting for them. Because I just, I, just, I just felt something coming. So, go Charlotte. Um, Honestly, Porzingis does nothing for Dallas. I don't understand why they traded Spencer and Dinwiddie to be paired with Luka. I don't get it. But, John... um. I'm not even gonna ask you about the Mavericks. I'm not gonna ask you about Charlotte. Um, what what do you, what the fuck happened? <laughs> um, what I think happened was we had like a we didn't have like a lot of cast space left, so they had to get rid of Montrezl Harrell. Uh, I don't know why they had to get rid of Montrezl because I want to win. To get money, I want to win. Montrezl Harrell was the guy that was going to help us win with Kuzma. I understand Bradley Beal is out, and he's eligible for a big contract for like $35 million a year. However, Bradley Beal is going to do whatever to like stay in Washington. He has admitted it all the time. It's, it's like ridiculous at this point. However, um, I think he, uh, Tommy Shepard, he did all those trades to clear cap space to get a big signee, whether it's Bradley Bill re-signing a huge contract extension or they go to get like a free agent. But I don't know any free agents that's like, hey, I want to go to D.C. Yeah, most definitely. 
And then a few more trades I want to talk about. This one, I'm just going to go just gloss over really, really quickly because it's not a big trade, but it's a trade that, you know, affects me personally. So it's a four-team trade. Bucks, Clippers, Kings, and the Pistons. The Bucks, they got Serge Ibaka. Clippers get Rodney Hood and Semi Ojale. The Kings got Dante DiVincenzo, Josh Jackson, and another guy that I'm about to talk about later. And the Pistons got Marvin Bathy. The first thing I want to say is, ladies and gentlemen, we did it. Trey Lyles is no longer a Detroit Piston. I am fucking happy. I wanted that nigga gone the second he got signed. He didn't do shit for us. I mean, yeah, he was playing nice a couple of games, but I don't give a fuck about no goddamn Trey Lyles. Let's be, who, who cares about Trey Lyles? Um, you know, I'm sick about Josh Jackson. You know, that's that's the, the Detroit, the uh, Southfield dude on the team, you know, Southfield guy. Um, you know, he got traded on his birthday, too. That is kind of fucked up. But, you know, um, he just wasn't, you know, doing necessarily what he needed us to do. Um, in regards to us getting Marvin Bagley, um, I have mixed feelings because, you know, Marvin Bagley up to this point has been ass. Um, you know, his dad has been more active in his career than he has, just being honest. Um but I think because our definite big man is so horrible that I think Marvin Bagley has a chance to show why he was the number number two pick. I'm not saying he's going to just all come out and straight ball. I mean, I hope for him because, I mean, he's on my team now. So I'm going I'm to have to, you know, push him to these standards that, you know, the NBA set with him. Um, I honestly think that within a couple of weeks, he may be starting over Isaiah Stewart. Um, but I say his steward is undersized anyway. And if Marvin Bagley performs the way that I hope he does, Isaiah Stewart is for sure coming off the bench. Um, at first I was kind of confused why the Bucks would trade Dante DiVincenzo, but you know, they got Serge Ibaka in return. So I'm all in favor of that move, especially because we don't know, you know, when Brooklyn Lopez is going to come back and, you know, obviously Serge Ibaka ain't Serge Ibaka no more, but I mean, he is still a solid defender in the paint. So I think for all four teams, they made some very solid moves, which is not something I say often, um, especially in regards to the Pistons, because Jeremy Grant's still on the goddamn team. And so is Corey Joseph. Now, um, I said in Troy, we trust. I did. But, you know, I mean, Troy Weaver has gained some of my trust, not all of it. You know, he's made some good decisions, but he's also mixed plenty of opportunities be like we could have traded for Mitchell Robinson and Cam Reddish for Jeremy Grant but we didn't pull the trigger on that so I don't know why um the next trade I want to talk about um the trade that pissed me off Pacers and the Kings um Sacramento you what the hell is wrong with you um I just I just gave you praise for the trade you just made, and now you're the fuck. So the Kings have Sabonis, Demonis Sabonis, Justin Holiday, Jeremy Graham, and a 2023 second round pick for Tristan Thompson, Buddy Hill, and and fucking Tyrese Halliburton. Why the hell? Did y'all think it was a good idea to trade Tyrese? In what world does trading Tyrese Halliburton make any sense? I mean, dude, like he was having a fucking stellar sophomore year in the league. And you traded the nigga for what? Why? Why? So, so bonus, as great as a bonus is, so bonus and Jeremy Lamb are not going to bring your weak-ass franchise to the play in. So I don't know why the hell y'all did that. I don't. Now, I love that move for the Pacers because, I mean, Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Hill, that's that's going to be nice. Um, but, dude, what the fuck? Like, Sacramento, what the fuck? Vlade Diva, you need to you need to step down now. Now. You're done. You're, you're dumb, and you're done. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why the hell would you? No. No. What is wrong with you? But, John, what did you think about this move? And specifically, how did you feel about Tyrese Halliburton getting traded? I feel bad for Tyrese Halliburton. I really do feel bad for him. He did not deserve 
However, I do think him being on the Pacers would, would go crazy. Because remember, the Pacers traded Carlos Levert to Cleveland? Yeah, yeah, they did. And then this is like, this is his time to shine. And Buddy Hill, this is his time to shine as well. I mean, I, I, I don't know what the Kings were thinking. They were just, they were just, they were just greedy. They were greedy for a top all-star player, player to win. And they're not even winning. Like, literally, the Pacers and the Kings, don't they have the same record or something like that? Yeah, damn near. Like, what, 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 are we, what are you doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Mm. It, it just makes no sense at all. At all. No sense. So, at all. Uh, it, this is just an L. That, that was just an L. Yeah, 100%. Um, I I've never root, I haven't rooted for the Pacers since 2014, but go Pacers. Cause what the fuck? And then the last move I want to talk about, and all I want to say beforehand is Damian Lillard. I know you're probably not listening to this podcast, but if you are, run from the grind, nigga. Please, please. I swear to God, if you stay with this team, you are the biggest fucking idiot in the history of NBA history. I know you, you know, you need to leave. You need to demand a trade now and get your ass out of Portland during over the summer. Please, please. The Portland Trailblazers traded CJ McCollum, Larry Nance, and Tony Snell to the Pelicans for essentially Josh Hart, Sadoransky, Nikhil and Alexander Walker, some other dude. And three draft picks. And Portland traded uh, Alexander Walker. Dame, I can't even respect you no more. I'm not even a fan no more. Fuck Dame time, you fucking idiot. Talking about, oh, I don't want to run from the grind. Yes, motherfucker, run from the goddamn grind. Please, please. You are wasting your career in this city. All of the Portland fans even want you to go and be happy and get a ring. So why the fuck can't you do that for yourself? If the fans of your own franchise want you to leave and get a ring, why can't you leave and get a ring? Hmm? Let me know that. What the hell? What does Portland? Why is why is Portland so special to you? Hmm? Hmm? Dang. Your best teammate right now is Josh Hartz. Josh Hartz. Josh fucking Hart. Why are you, bro? I swear to God, Dame, Dame about to get dragged if he don't. If he not going by the start of next season, bro, I wouldn't lose all respect for Damian Lillard, straight up. But John, what do you think about this trade? And what do you think about Dame and the Blazers? He needs to request it. He needs to request a trade for the season. He just needs to. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Why would he continue to be on the Trailblazers when they don't even have, they're they're not even going to have a winning season in the next two years? And here's the worst part. The worst part is that he recently signed a contract extension out of it. And he's a free, uh, unrestricted free agent until 2025. 2025. So he got this season, next season, the 2022, 2023, 23, 24 season, and then 24, 25 season. And then he's a uh, restricted free agent. He needs to request a trade. He needs to either request a trade. Or tell Portland to buy out of his contract. Just pay me all of the money that Josh that's pay me all of the money that's that uh that's signed on the contract so I could be a free agent. So I can just sign with another team, probably for less, still outperform and get another contract. Because yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. 
He's going to be 35 when he's a, a free agent. 35 years old. He's 31 right now. He needs, he needs to tell, he needs to tell the A, hey, waive me or buy my contract out or trade me. He cannot continue being on this franchise. They hired Chauncey Billups. Okay, that's decent for for a guard because it can help his guard game. But you have Scott Brooks as an assistant coach. He's going to advise Chauncey Billups to play small ball. And then now you have Josh Hart with Damian Lillard. They're going to play small ball all the time with Memphis being the five. It's, it's not going to work. Yeah, that's that's fucking ridiculous. I don't understand Portland at all. Um, dang, just leave. Just, just leave. I, we, we say this damn near every episode. Just leave, please. Please. But that's going to do it for the NBA portion. Moving to our last portion, talking wrestling. The first thing, the first thing, ladies and gentlemen, the first thing, ladies and gentlemen. So obviously, AEW said they were having to have somebody come through and make their debut on Dynamite to be in the ladder match of Revolution. Everybody's like, who is it going to be? Who is it going to be? Nobody knew who it was. Genuinely, the first this is the first time where the wrestling reporters didn't come out and say shit. Because they didn't even know. Now, I heard niggas saying it was going to be Triple H. And honestly, I part of me wanted to actually be Triple H. Because that would have been fucking hilarious. Think about this. That shit would have been, bro. That shit would have been great. Um, There are a lot of names floating around. But, you know, Isaiah, Cassidy, Matt Hart, they come out and they wait and see who it is. Ladies and gentlemen. We must bask in his glory because making his AEW debut this past Wednesday was the limitless one, Keith fucking Lee. And let me tell you, um, I'm 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 so excited just for him to be there. Um, you know, he recently just got married. Shit, he got married like over the weekend, had and just came straight to AEW. Man, it's you know, that's crazy. Um, obviously, it was a really solid debut. Um, for those of y'all that watched the match, um, this nigga took Isaiah Cassidy by the throat and threw this nigga across the lane. <laughs> and this nigga got so high, I thought he might have flown out. Um, I have never seen a grown man throw another grown man like that. Um, obviously I knew just how good Keith Lee was. Um, well, honestly, everybody did. Um, but this was a great showcase for him. Um, he's going to do great things as, as long as Tony Khan doesn't, you know, just, I swear to God, Tony Khan, I swear to God, if I see Keith Lee on dark at two weeks in a row, I'm suing you for racism. Because I don't listen, Keith Lee should be a champion right now. I'm sorry, Keith Lee should beat Sammy now, t- tomorrow, three weeks ago. Y'all, 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 listen, here's the thing, okay? Here's how it should play on AEW Will Hobbs should be the AEW champion, Keith Lee should be the TNC champion, Jay Cargill should be the TBS champion, and is there another black woman in AEW that could be the world champion? Well, Jake can win the world title, the women's title. Yeah, give Jay two belts. Give Jay Cargill two belts. It's that simple. And let it be a Negro takeover during Black History Month. And let them hold the belts until they retire. I said it. Jay Cargill with two belts walking back. Mm. Oh, man. Mm. Mm. But John, what do you think about Keith Lee being an AEW? Uh, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. You know, WWE, they, the main roster messed him over. It, it messed him up. When he was in NXT, he was dominating. I think, I don't think uh, COVID messed him up. It was the main roster and how they booked. Yeah, most definitely. They messed them up. Most they definitely. They could have done something with their cat. If you think about it, they could have done something. They could have done it. But 
Um, and then the white fans, they weren't feeling their attack. Yeah, they didn't get it. You know, and honestly, I mean, but then to be honest, we didn't get it until they explained it. But then when we found out that it wasn't even his idea and they just forced it on I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, when I found out, I was like, fuck. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, you're you're forcing this. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, you know, of course, I always want to celebrate black wrestlers, black excellence, but um, you're, you're forcing it onto them. That's um, that's cool. Okay. Um, yeah. I thought it was Keith Lee's idea. Exactly, because I because when I thought it was Keith Lee's idea, I'm like, go for it, man. Yeah. He's a bear. He's big bear cat. Oh, a bear cat. Yeah. Fucking big. So yeah. he's black and and it's honoring the first black wrestler that right exactly let's do it right dominates everyone he could be right he could be a face dominate everyone exactly yeah i don't understand that company man but speaking of that company and the main roster our final topic of the day wait a minute bearcats are real animals a been too wrong okay i'm you know what no comment no comment but the last topic of the day <clears throat> damn that's an ugly ass animal <clears throat> jesus but our last topic of the day um everything wrong with wwe right now and john you can start this off because i could go on forever <clears throat> everything wrong with wwe uh shoot here we go um creative team and writing uh some of the call-ups from nxt they're not ready and then when they get called up uh what was it their creative writing they don't book them well what's another one um nick Khan releasing everybody with a budget cuts but somehow getting 1.8 billion dollars in profits that's crazy i don't understand that one uh, shoot. What's another one? Shoot. Booking. Um, it's just crazy. We're just tired of Goldberg coming back every four months. We're tired of Goldberg. Um, if Brock Lesnar is is going to be a champion, he needs to be like a fighting champion and not just a part time champion. Um, what well, another one? Ah, shoot. Sometimes you got to give uh, undercar wrestlers a chance because if you give undercar wrestlers a chance, the crowd will be behind them. They will get pushed over by the fans. Another thing wrong with WWE, um, we don't care about Charlotte. We don't care about Charlotte. We don't care about Becky. We barely care about Ronda Rousey. Okay? People are cheering for Ronda Rousey because we're just tired of seeing Charlotte being champion. Okay. Um, y'all fuck Bianca Belair over. Y'all fucked her over at SummerSlam. Y'all continue to fuck her over. Okay. I want Bianca Belair uh, in the title match at WrestleMania against Becky. Okay. If y'all don't do that, then y'all are wrong for that. And she better fucking win too. Exactly. Y'all can't just put, y'all can't put a belt on Bianca, have her defended throughout the summer, and then just lose it at SummerSlam to a woman who just came back from a pregnancy. Like, come on now. Y'all could have just either have a 20-minute match at SummerSlam or just postpone it to the next pay-per-view, which I believe was Extreme Rules. I think so. Man. Oh, Jesus. And if y'all could bring back Finn Balor, please book him correctly. Please. Because y'all almost got it correct at Extreme Rules. Y'all almost had it correct. But... However, y'all had uh, what, what was it? Y'all had y'all had him lose to Roman due to a ring malfunction. That oh, who wrote that? Who wrote that? Yeah. Oh jeez. Okay, let's let let's let's see here. My issues with World Wrestling Entertainment. Ooh, let's see here. There's a fucking lot of them. Oh, number one, the goddamn theme songs. I said it last week, defund Death Rebel. Um, 
they they are ass. Um, they suck. All these theme songs are so generic. You don't know who's coming out. Um, booking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, boy, oh boy, listen here. And I say this, non-black bias, but Bianca and Naomi should have the Sasha and Bailey run that they had during the Thunderdome era, where they had all of the titles. Naomi, in my opinion, should have beat Charlotte last night. She deserves another title. Um, but then again, they would have just fed her to Ronda Rousey WrestleMania, and I would have been pissed. But didn't Naomi never lost a title? She had to give it up because she was injured. I think so. She's, technically, she's still a fucking champion, so... Um, and she gave it up to Daniel Bryan. Bro. And Daniel Bryan was your you know, you know, man. We love Daniel Bryan, but to see Naomi give up the title to Daniel Bryan, you both had to give up the title. Oh my! It hurt. God. It hurt. What else is wrong with that company? Um, fifty-fifty booking. Um, why are we still doing fifty-fifty booking? Just let somebody win a fucking feud. That is literally that simple. It's literally that simple. Um, what else? Um. The treatment of Mustafa Ali. Um, he requests his release. Release that man. Y'all are not going to treat him like Pac. Because honestly, I mean, look, y'all fucked up with Pac and look what happened. He's one of the best wrestlers in AEW. Y'all going to fuck up with Mustafa Ali too. Um, what else? Um, the design of the, of, of the stages. Y'all did all this LED bullshit that we didn't fucking need. Y'all, y'all talking about y'all saving money. No. How the fuck are you saving money and using LED screens all over the place? I just want to see at TLC a ladder hanging off the top of the fucking stage. That's all I want. That's all I want. Everything feels plain. Like, why are the pay-per-views have the same fucking stage outside of the big four? Why do they have the same stage as Ron SmackDown? It's not special. It's not. Like, even AEW, they do different shit. So why can't y'all? What else is wrong with that company? Um, disqualification finishes. Why? But speaking of booking, let's talk about the booking of Aaliyah. Because I'm pissed the fuck off, right? You build her up. It's like, oh, she beat Natalia in the, the quickest wrestling match of all time. And she beat Natalia like twice. And then you just make her lose, tap out and lose. Like what? What did we do that for? Um, Aaliyah is pretty good, and you know, I don't know what their obsession is with Natalia. I'm not saying she's bad, but I mean, like, come on now. Um, midtime Bex is also a problem. Yes, I said midtime Bex because that one's fucking. She's not good. She gets carried through every fucking match, and niggas eat that shit up. No, fuck y'all. Becky Lynch just needs to lose the title. And just do something to make see that's the problem. There's no women mid card title. There isn't. You know why? Because they released all the fucking women. You release so many people, and that's why the world rumble was so ass. I don't understand. This this blood, y'all getting this blood money from Saudi Arabia, and y'all saying, oh, well, y'all are pushing for women's rights because it's the first ever women's elimination chamber in. Saudi Arabia, and I'm just like, are you doing it to push women's rights, or are you just doing this for money? And knowing Vince McMahon, the answer is most definitely the blood money. Nick, um, Nick Khan. You know, I, I don't understand that company at all. I just think that, honestly, sell the company to me. Please. But no, no, no. But listen, Place, we will collectively come together and give WWE $32 to buy that weak ass company. $32. Because at this point, it's all it's fucking worth. The treatment of Finn Balor has been bullshit. He should be a champion, but he's not. Um, Damian Priest's new character is stupid. Like, the nigga, he came through, he was undefeated. And then once you gave him a character, he started losing. Keep in mind, he's the U.S. champion, so um, 
how does how does that work? How does that work? Bring back the relevance of the intercontinental title and U.S. title. See, here's my issue. Wait, who's the U.S. champion? Oh, it's Damian P. Oh shit. See, but see, at least he defends the title. Shinsuke don't be doing shit, man. Listen, listen. Found out by last night, huh? Wait, what happened? So SmackDown did a taping after SmackDown went off air. Uh The taping, so next week they could like uh, travel to Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. Did a taping after the show, Mm -hmm. and Shinsuke defended. Don't tell me what happened. Don't 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 say because I don't want to spoil it for the people that's watching. Yeah, just just text it to me uh, after the show. Um, I mean, Shinsuke is the Intercontinental Champion, and they're pushing Rick Boogs over him. I don't I don't get that. Um, and my last issue that I want to talk about is NXT 2.0. How do you take something like NXT that was so – I'm sorry, y'all. I, I just had to read something. My fault. Ooh. Actually, y'all kind of cool with that. But um, that show sucks. <laughs> I mean, NXT Black and Gold was literally the best thing about WWE, and they just changed it for God knows why. They – basically stripped Triple H of every power he had and you know um obviously I told I tell people all the time I do not watch that show I refuse I occasionally you know check the NXT's Twitter um you know obviously I'm a fan of Carmelo Hayes and Trey Williams um of course uh fuck with Brown Breaker too um for some reason Dolph Ziggler is now in NXT and I don't get it. You know, I know Dolph Ziggler. I mean, honestly, I want better for Dolph. I know most people will probably say that Dolph does not deserve better, but I think Dolph Ziggler deserve better, bro. I'm sorry. He was over as fuck. And that man got one little, like, two little mid-ass world title. No. The music fucking, music is heat. When he was in his prime, you know, when he was actually given the opportunity to put on bangers, he was putting on bangers, you know, and then... He just became the dude that you fed to all of the new NXT call-ups. Um, There's also this one girl in NXT um, that men were thirsting over, which I don't understand because, you know, no. Um, She had a rap gimmick. This is a white woman. This is a white woman. She was, it was terrible. I think I might have sent the video in the group chat. Um, for those of you who see, I don't know the woman's name, um, so I can't really, you know, I think it's like Nikita something, Nikita, Nikita Lyons, that's what it is. Um, that was the worst pro- promo I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, they set it up like she was in a studio doing something and oh, yeah. Her. yeah, her, yeah. Yo, 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 but here's the crazy thing. You know how you because you saw how the, the rap shit was ass, right? No, I haven't seen oh watch the rap video, bro. That shit was ass. <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, man. They changed her shit immediately, bro. And now she's a, now she's an MMA fighter gimmick, bro. MMA fighter? That they changed her gimmick from a rapper to an MMA fighter. That's how bad they fucked up. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't know whose idea NXT 2.0 was. Um, also, shout out. Uh, I don't know his ring name, but uh, Baby Uso. Shout out, Baby Uso. Um, you know, make him just let him join the bloodline now. I don't. I don't care if he's ready. Mm-hmm. Let him join the bloodline. Um, what else is on that show? Who else is on that show? Um, I mean, Grayson Waller, from what I've heard, is a great heel. Um, I don't think he's up to par with me and John, but you know, yeah, yeah bro. I'm sorry if you if you saw us at that Morehouse versus Cart game, yeah, bro. I'm look to my Cart friends. I told you I'm not apologizing, but you know, me and John ended up on Twitter, so you can you can only imagine how bad it was. You know, 
people were flipping us off, man. We was waving goodbye to motherfuckers on their way out, man. That shit was uh that was that was fun, man. That was fun. Oh yeah, let's see. Oh my god. But John, any other problems that you have with WWE right now? Any other problems? Uh, not that I know of. Mm. Not, not, not that I know of. Other than bring back the relevance of the Intercontinental title and the United States title. Yeah, most definitely. Nobody most definitely. really cares about them anymore. Nobody really cares. It's just like... Uh... I think Vince forgot they exist. I think that's what happened. And this happens like every two years, like you know. The, I mean, because remember the Miz when he had the title, bro. When the Miz had the IC title, it felt like it was a world title, man. Exactly. So I don't, I don't get what's so difficult. And he was having fatal four ways at WrestleMania. It was like him, Finn Balor, Seth, and somebody else. And like WrestleMania thirty-four, I believe. Yeah, man. Oh, and one more thing I got to talk about with what's wrong with that company. I don't think it's really them. I think it's more of 2K's part. But can we talk about these ratings? Um, These are not okay. Um, First of all, Bianca Belair is not no goddamn 86. She is a 90 at least. Okay. Um, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Um, Brock being a 95. Oh, no. Big E was an 87. That pissed me the hell off. He was literally WWE champion last month, but he's not in at least the 89. Um, Nikki almost a superhero is an 82. She should be 85. Um, let's see who else. Uh, 85. Whoa. You were money in the bank winner. Whoa. Oh, oh shit. She showed us, wasn't she? Yeah. Um, oh, right. Okay. Um, who else? Who else rating pissed me off? Um, well, Asuka's a 90. I agree with that. I agree. Um, Alexa Bliss is at 84. Austin Theory is at 80. I think it should have been 81, 82. Um, Bobby Lashley is a 91. Um, Drew is a 91. I'm okay with that. Eddie Guerrero is a 90. Um, Oldberg is an 88. Damn, he's not even a 90. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is hilarious. Um, that that NWO motherfucker is a 92. That racist bastard. Um, can't ain't his okay. 80. Yeah, he's a 92. Oh my god. I'm not even gonna hold you though. By Hulk Hogan standards, and I, I use that term loosely, that is low for Hulk Hogan. So I'm loving that. I don't want him being anywhere near 90s because he honestly was ass as a wrestler anyway. But, you know, as long as he's not above a 95, I'm okay. Um, Kane is an 82. Kevin Nash is a 90. Randy Savage is an 88. What the hell? How the hell is, how the fuck? How was Randy Savage not a 90? How was Randy Savage not a 90? How was Randy Savage not a 90? Um. Let's see, Rhea Ripley is an 86. Can y'all stop disrespecting the champions, please? Roman is a 95, as he should be. Um, Scott Hall is a 90. Um, X-Pac is an 88. Um, Carmella is a 79. Um, Finn Balor is an 87. Shotzi Blackheart is a 77. Asuka is a 90. Io Shirai is at 82 and Sheamus is at 85. And that's what they have so far. Um, Sheamus is low. Shame, that, is, that is too low. He should be 88, 89. What's Sheamus? 85. 85? Y'all basically just call Sheamus a B, a B plus player? No. Yeah. He should be at least 88 or 89. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, not, not quite at 90, but almost there. So I'm disappointed. Um, obviously, you know, with wrestling games, you can change the ratings yourself. 
But honestly, you shouldn't you you should have not given us that option because I tell you every black wrestler on the roster, including our truth, will be in hundred overall when I get the game. I'm just I'm just being honest. And Roman, if I can get him past hundred, I'll put him past hundred. But those are all of my grievances with that company for now. Um, John, did you have anything else? Nope. All right. So with that being said, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Hooplex. Um, For those of y'all that have been paying attention, obviously, you know, All-Star Weekend is coming up, which means Watch Party is coming up. So if you follow me on Instagram or follow any of us on Instagram, honestly, what I'm going to start doing, I'm going to put all of our Instagrams in the description for for every episode from now on. Follow us on IG. More details will be coming throughout the week. And thank you guys for listening, and we will see y'all next week. Or this weekend, honestly. See you this weekend.